powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Game Over Winnipeg. My name is Brady. I will be your host for tonight. On a very strange uh, uh, 4-2 win by the Jets over the uh, Buffalo Sabres. Um, you know, coming to this game, I was very interested to see, you know, how the Jets would play considering, you know, the whole kerfuffle against the, uh, the Detroit Red Wings the other night where, you know, it was an absolute track race, uh, the, uh, seven to four loss, uh, as well as previously the seven to five win against, uh, the Vancouver Canucks. So it was a very interesting, uh, interesting thing coming into this game. There's a lot of work that the Jets need to do. Uh, to make things a lot better, and tonight it seemed like it wasn't the case. Um, again, coming into this one, I think uh, you know it's important to to think about where the Jets are in the grand scheme of things. Um, you know, coming into this game, um, obviously you have all the the cavalry coming back just a couple games ago against the Lightning. Uh, so now there's you know four more players on the offensive side of things that the Jets need to um, you know integrate back into their system. And one of the things that, that the Jets did really well while those guys were gone is they played their Rick bonus style of hockey, you know, not cheating uh, defense for offense, uh, you know, just playing hard and gritting their way through games rather than necessarily going through skill. Obviously with a lot of the skill guys out of the lineup, Nikolai Ehlers, Blake Wheeler, excuse me, uh, Cole Perfetti, um, and who else? Nate Schmidt. Um, it was really interesting. It's interesting now to see as the Jets kind of progress and come back into, uh, you know, with with a, you know a com- almost a, a completely different you know forward group, um, and getting them to play this the you know the Rick Bonus style of hockey, uh, you know, the, you, got, you got, it takes a couple games for it to set in, and of course when you have guys coming back from injury, it will be very interesting to see how long it takes for them to uh, to get there. But tonight, unfortunately, was not the case. Uh, my biggest thing, as I said before, looking at this game was that uh, I didn't want to see the Jets sacrificing their defense for offense. Um, and tonight, I don't know if they really sacrificed defense for offense, but they certainly sacrificed defense. That's for sure. Um, where tonight, it didn't really seem like the Jets were able to um, to get into the to, to the Sabres opposing zone and, uh, you know, play and have a lot of possession. It seemed like a lot of their chances were off the rush. They had a lot of trouble in the transition game. Um, we're going to talk about all that, get into uh, the game a little bit more. But of course, before that, always got to say quickly, uh, think you know which way it's going to go. Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live and play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all that sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Alrighty, Jets fans. Uh, this is a win um, for the Jets in the exact opposite way uh, that the Jets lost to the Boston Bruins, what was it, probably a month ago, where we're all sitting here going, you know, they may have lost, but this is exactly the blueprint kind of game that the Jets, uh, you know, you want to see the Jets play. And it just goes to show that they can play with the best, you know, Whereas with this one here, um, it was kind of the exact opposite. The Jets eke out a win um, pretty much uh, purely because of Connor Hellebuck. I mean, this was a very poor game by the Jets defensively. Um, I'll get into it uh, a little bit more, but, you know, I'll talk about the Jets in a moment. I just want to talk a little bit bit about the Sabres quickly. 
they're a very interesting team. I actually, I, I, I really enjoyed this game uh, from, you know, the game side of things. Uh, it was, you know, again, a, t- a tough watch as a Jets fan. But um, wow, the, the Sabres have done a really good job um, kind of replacing the covers. They've been kind of in, in the state of a, a constant rebuild. Um, obviously, Tage Thompson's been the talk of the league this year. Was he have like 30? I had it up here a moment again ago. He had he's uh, 31 goals in uh, in 40 games. Uh, I see or 39 games. I'm assuming they haven't put up the, the game tonight. Um, but wow, he's been absolutely incredible. Uh, Rasmus Dahlins become the defenseman that we all expected him to become uh, when, you know, when he was drafted first overall. Uh, Jeff Skinner has absolutely revitalized his career after, you know, getting uh, a pretty rough uh, contract and everyone kind of, you know, selling on him thinking he's he's uh, he's done. But, uh, you know, he may not be worth that contract, but he's definitely fitting in. He's been fantastic this year. And then you've got all the young guys like Dylan Cousins, uh, you know, even Casey Millsat's been not too bad this year. Jack Quinn's been playing in the lineup. Uh, JJ Paterka, all these guys, Owen Power. How do how do I not mention Owen Power? Um, like this is a is is a fun and interesting team. And so coming to this again, like I said, the defensive side thing is all I really cared about when when I was watching the Jets tonight. I know that they can score. I know they can do the skill stuff, but um, that's not what I was mostly focused on here tonight. Um, and when it came to the Jets tonight, um, I think they uh, everybody owes Connor Hellebuck a beer. Because that was a brutal showing by the Jets. Um, they allowed in this one here uh, almost four four expected goals against, which is like insane. You know, like four goals is a lot of actual goals, but expected goals that is uh, not good to to compare. The Jets last game had I think almost this amount against the um, the Detroit Red Wings, where again it was a seven four game. Um, and this one here, Connor Hellebuck just absolutely keeps the Jets in it. Uh, there were so many times in front of the net where there was just guys all alone. If you look at both goals that the the Sabres scored, there's the first one, which is the Victor Olofsson one, which is the one that comes right after the uh, the power play that, that the Sabres had where Adam Lowry is off the ice. Um, oh, I actually do want to talk about the penalty kill. We'll, we'll get there. I forgot to write that one down, but I'll write that one down for later. Um. Yeah, there's too many penalties. And then, uh, you know, Adam Lowry comes back onto the ice after killing another penalty. And um, what happens is, is I can't remember who it was behind the net, gets the puck and is just sitting there. And if, if you freeze frame at this moment, right before he makes this pass, you can count and see. Um, I, I, I can't remember which defensemen were on the ice, but for, forwards wise, there was um, uh, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. Uh, who else was it? Uh, Adam Lowry, of course. And I think it was it Kyle Connor. It was Kyle Connor. And every single one of them, every single one of them are staring at the puck holder behind the net. Guys, you got, you got to do more than just that. You have to, you have to get in front of the net. You, sorry, you have to pick up a man. Like you can't just be sitting in your defensive zone, just staring at the puck. Like the puck watching is one of the things that that coaches will harp on you for constantly. And I, I'd imagine that Rick Bonus came into the room after and just gave it to them for that one. Um, but yet that was still an issue on the second goal. Um, this was the one where, uh, 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 what's his name? Tyson Yost um, or Jost, Yost uh, comes into the zone. And uh, after, you know, a, a little bit of a spin play, you've got Gagne. Who else was it? Gagne was watching. Um 
I think it was uh, actually on Sinfialbi as well, too. Everyone is watching the puck carrier. And Tyson Yost comes into the play as the third man in, um, almost as the defenseman, like as if the defenseman kind of went in and played kind of how, you know, the Jets do, where defensemen can sometimes lead the rush. Tyson Yost shows up right at the end, and no one's looking at this guy. Like, no one. And he just walks in and shoots from the top of the slot. If you look at the heat map for the for this game here, um, boy, oh boy, is there a lot of red in the slot. Like, that was a rough rough game from the jets uh in regards to defensive coverage um it was it was very interesting i i found uh, i found the only the the best line for the jets was the third line um so i'll probably end up talking about them in a little bit here I, i'm gonna move over to the chat and see what we've got uh got going on there uh Atacan man wheeler looks like a player from a different era out there shife's defense looked like 2021 pld is a beast I wish we had an Ehlers for each line. Helly gives us a chance to win as always. Poor Scheif, got to find a spark on that second line. I agree. And I actually, although I will say tonight, um, I thought that that second line actually played decently well, but I, I sat there going, this line is slow. I've had, you know, going back to the start of the season, um, when it was, you know, Scheifele in the middle of Connor and Ehlers, uh, and then you had Perfetti with Wheeler. I was very skeptical um, of those lines. And I think that with Dubois, it works a lot better because Dubois is a little bit more of a, is able to grind a little bit more than Shifley is, as well as a little bit more responsible in his defensive zone. Um, I think I, I definitely like him there as opposed to Shifley. Um, but either way, I still am kind of skeptical about, you know, putting Ehlers and Connor together. When things are working in the offensive zone, it's fantastic. Like it's really great to see. And it's really fun. And there were moments of it tonight. Um, but unfortunately it just didn't work out. Like the, there were times there was the one where, uh, you know, Ehlers had the weird spin in the corner and pass it out front to, to Dubois who's sitting out front all alone. And, you know, that's an example of, you know, it, it's one specific play. You don't want to judge the entire line by one specific play. And again, if, if Dubois gets that shot off, it works. But the issue is you're putting a lot of eggs in one basket. And when it comes to the second line, I think that they need a bit of a spark in regards to they need someone who's able to uh, transition the puck. I think I thought that the transition for the Jets tonight, the transition game was brutal um and it is actually one of the reasons uh the of that that second goal was scored was you know Shifley was trying to dump it into the zone it hits the linesman but um it is what it is I would rather much I'd much rather the Jets be able to enter the zone with possession than having to constantly try to dump the puck in um when that second line the the Shifley Connor and Wheeler line gets out there uh, and is able to, you know, establish possession in the offensive zone. They're they're really good because they have a, some great chemistry. They've got two great passes and a great shooter. Um, but if you know, step two, you can't be good at step two if you can't get be good at step one. Because you know, you don't get to step two without successfully doing step one, which is enter the zone, gain possession, whether that's through a dump in and you're on on it immediately, or in my opinion, the the better way so that you're not just essentially glorifyingly giving the puck away, which is a dump in, um, is being able to, to carry it in with possession. And that's where I think that, you know, if I was going to talk, you know, choosing the lines, I think that I would definitely consider switching up uh, Cole Perfetti as well as Nikolai Ehlers, just because I think that, um, you know, throughout the years, we've seen a decent uh, amount of chemistry between both Shifley and Ehlers, as well as uh, we've previously seen chemistry between um, you know, Pierre-Luc Dubois, Connor, and Perfetti. 
I don't think that they need, you know, an all-world beater like Nikolai Ehlers on that top line um, to be successful. Uh, I think a third complementary piece who isn't a Sam Gagne, who isn't um, a Carson Kuhlman, who isn't uh, Axel Janssen-Fialbi, all these guys who are much better suited in in bottom six minutes, um, I, I think that they would be just fine. And I think that Cole Perfetti is exactly what that line needs. Both Shifley, or sorry, both Dubois and Connor are able to drive the net, are able to get in shooting positions and get the space for themselves. And having a passer like uh like uh Cole Perfetti on that line would be would do wonders for them, in my opinion. Um getting back to the game, uh, you know, the main thing that I, I was saying what was going wrong was the transition game as well as the defensive end. It found I found that whenever the uh the Sabres were able to get it into the zone, which by the way, they were able to enter uh the defensive zone of the Jets very, very easily. Uh it didn't seem like they had any, you know, issues at at the blue line. Um they easily were able to enter the zone f- from the Jets, uh sorry, enter the Jets zone and establish possession. And when they did, oh my god, the Jets were just running around with their chi- like like their chickens with their heads cut, cut off. The um, like again, I already harped on it. The um the slot shots, those need to be cut out of the game. Like whether whether it's just sticking a guy in the middle there who's one, not puck watching, uh, and two, just constantly getting in the way. Um, I don't know what exactly needs to be done there. I'm not a coach for a reason, but that is one thing where I'm looking at and going, what the fuck, man? Like that needs to be fixed. Um <clears throat> additionally, uh, even when the Jets were able to get possession uh, in the defensive zone, I found that they had a lot of issue breaking the puck out. Um, a lot. It, you know, there were times where it kind of reminded me of the uh, the 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 series against the Habs in the in the in the Canadian division, where the Jets were just holding on for dear life. They'd get the puck, you know, chip it out, um, and not really have a lot of possession unless they were able to counterattack, which is kind of how. The, the third goal, the winning goal, the uh, Kyle Connor goal uh, is scored. You know, it's a fantastic goal. And I would love to sit here and be able to just praise Kyle Connor for uh, for getting open and getting that pass out. But just 10 seconds before it, somehow the Buffalo Sabres ended up with a two on O. Uh, keep in mind, this is not like off of a rush. This is like mid possession. Somehow end up with two players in front of Connor Hellebuck, able to make a nice pass across if it weren't for Dylan Sandberg, luckily getting back, uh, getting a stick in the way. Um, again, it, it's all it was all just holding on for dear life for the Jets. Um, luckily, they're able to do it. But again, no, just as I said, kind of against, um, or I guess I didn't say it here, but uh, I was <laughs> touting in the chat last chat, not every game is it going to be against the Red Wings. Not every game is against the Buffalo Sabres like you can't always just outscore your problems luckily tonight the Jets got lucky enough and they were able to you know that chance was opened up for Kyle Connor to go down the ice make a nice nifty move on uh, Uko Pekalukkanen uh, maybe my favorite name to say um, and make a fa- and score a fantastic goal like that was uh, a great goal but I can't sit here and praise it when right before the Jets almost got scored on like in in, in uh, like an embarrassing way like you should never ever when you are defending in your own zone like not off a rush ever allow a 2 on 0 in front of your net like again 
Dylan Sandberg gets there in time uh, and and breaks it up, luckily, um, which he also had a fantastic game. Uh, we can talk about that as well, too. Um, but yeah, it, it, just not enough, not good enough by the Jets. Like This is not the, the play that is going to, you know, end up in success uh, for this team. Uh, I still think that they need to make some additions. Uh, if you watched it on the broadcast tonight on TSN, uh, they were spewing some some really dumb stuff at the uh, in the intermission where, you know, Craig Button as well as, you know, Kevin Sawyer are talking there saying that they just need to add, um, you know, or tinker around the edges. I think they should tinker around the edges as well. But saying that they don't need, you know, a difference maker in their top six uh, is, in my opinion, just factually incorrect. Um, while I do think that Blake Wheeler had a pretty good game tonight, you know, obviously that first Sandberg goal, uh, I think, you know, Blake Wheeler should get uh, a, a complimentary assist on that one. Um, but uh, for, for you know, standing in front, obviously I'll, the, the goal happens when... Um, you know, there's the uh, face-off draw inside, um, and then the uh, you know Mark Shifley wins the draw, goes back to Cole Perfetti. Cole Pe- Perfetti hands it off to uh, to Nate Schmidt. He dishes it across to Sandberg. He walks in and rips it top corner. A perfectly placed shot, a fantastic shot by Sandberg. But that all goes in because uh, you know Blake Wheeler is standing in front. And that's kind of where he he should be. Like I think, you know, I think that he had a great game. There's even on the um Oh, what was it? There was one moment where he had a really, really nice block um, where he dove and blocked the puck and then was able to get the pass out um, to uh, who was it? I can't remember who it was. And they end up going down for another breakaway. I thought he had a good game, but at the end of the day, he's not the long term solution in the top six. If the Jets want to be, a uh, you know, a, more than just a playoff team, like a contender. Excuse me. Uh, they're going to need to add come trade deadline time in my opinion but yeah um i'm gonna take a sip of water here i'm gonna check the chat see if anyone says anything (laughs) so you're saying they weren't good enough tonight i don't believe so uh i I don't think that that's a hot take i think if you asked most people tonight uh who watched the game they'd probably say the same thing um but it is what it is um anyways Moving on to some of the better stuff, uh, you know, Saku Benalainen is activated by, uh, off the IR. Expected, I expected him to play t- tomorrow, but it seems that David Gustafson is kind of nursing something at the moment. Uh, it seems like it's an upper body injury. So Saku Benalainen, uh, you know, is able to be activated without having to make any roster moves. And then uh, it seems Morgan Barron uh, has a bit of that flu that seems to be going around the team. So he is not playing tonight. Saku Benalainen uh, slots in basically just into... Um, into uh, Morgan Barron's spot on that third line. And uh, I thought he had a pretty good game. The, the My main issue with, with Madeline is I think he needs to move his feet more. Um, again, this is his first game back from injury in a while now, so I don't blame him too much. And the the he needs to move his feet line was more or less uh, had to do with the start uh, of the game. There were a couple points where uh, he just wasn't really moving his feet enough, and then that also kind of led to the penalty that he took. Uh, luckily, the PK was fantastic for the Jets tonight. Um, When I say the PK was fantastic, I want to just throw in there. Connor Hellebuck is a part of the PK. He's one of the reasons why the Jets have one of the best PKs in the league now. Uh, Also, small little note I have to throw in there. God, Kevin Sawyer every single time mentions that the Jets are great defensively, and, and then the metric that he always uses is goals against average, which 
Uh, I wonder if having the best goalie in the league has anything to do with that. Um, so I, 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 I hate hearing the, oh, the Jets were uncharacteristically uh, bad on defense tonight. Uh, I, I don't know. I think that this is kind of the old Jets seeping into the new Jets. And, uh, you know, not a surprise when these tendencies come out. Um, but again, going back to it, I thought the PK did fantastic tonight. Uh, I don't, I can't remember how many penalties there were, like four or five maybe that the Jets took, which by the way, far too many. Uh, a lot of them were pretty dumb. The, uh, the Blake Wheeler trip was pretty, pretty stupid. Um, as well as there was, what else was it? I had it written down here that there was a, uh, a dumb penalty. Who else had it? I can't remember my apologies. Uh, dumb trip, uh, on 26. Yeah. Anyways, regardless though, the PK was fantastic tonight. Uh, you know, going against these Sabres, like these guys are, you know, despite what I said before, like these guys are a good team. Like despite saying, you know, not every team is the Sabres, uh, they are fantastic offensively. As I said, Tage Thompson, Jeff Skinner, Alex Tuck, uh, Rasmus Dahlin, Owen Power, uh, Tyson Yost had an incredible game today, which I never thought I would say. Uh, I thought that he was kind of on his way out of the league, if you were to ask me. Um, but he had a fantastic game, too. Um, but again, the Jets held on, and one of the biggest key reasons was their P PK was fantastic. And this is where I have to give uh, Adam Lowry some credit. He played fantastically today as well, too. Um, his line, just in general, was easily the best line for the Jets. Um, they were easily the one that was able to, um, you know, get in, get pos possession of the puck in the offensive zone. And of course they were all kind of doing this while being mostly uh, lined up against that Tage Thompson line. So I thought that, uh, you know, Lowry, uh, you know, on the five V five end of things, Lowry's line was fantastic. Him, Kuhlman and, uh, and Menelainen, but also on the PK, like one of the things that I noticed uh, very well is that the Jets were doing good at uh, not jumping too quickly to try and, you know, chase the puck when they're on the PK. They were also keeping the play to the outside, which uh, the biggest thing is you don't want to allow, uh, you don't want to get caught cheating for, you know, to try and block that Tage Thompson one-timer uh, and then allow the guy in the slot uh, to take the, the Mark Shifley style uh, one-timer in the slot, which is even more dangerous than uh, a Tage Thompson rip on the outside. Um, so I thought that they did absolutely fantastic today. Hats off to the PK. Hats off to Scotty Arneal. They've been a, a big reason why the Jets have been a lot better this year. But again, the hats come off for uh, Connor Hellebuck. I mean, what uh, uh, an absolutely fantastic game by him. None of the saves were like you know, crazy having to slide across and make a huge one-timer save. But there were a lot of really dangerous sh shots, as I said, in the slot um, that Connor Halbuck stood stood real tall for. Uh, even coming down to the line, like uh, the one really nice save uh, that that he had was, uh, you know, uh, with a bit of an assist from both Josh Morrissey and Dylan DeMello, was that crazy, crazy uh, cover that he had on the kind of wraparound attempt by the Sabres in the last few minutes of the game. Um Hats off to Josh Morrissey for getting his stick in the way. Uh, and then the puck goes up and, you know, Dylan DeMello smacks it out. Uh, but then it falls back down right under, right in between uh, Connor Hallibuck's pads. He tightens that up, pulls it out, makes sure it's not in. Uh, again, Connor Hallibuck, absolutely fantastic. I, uh, I wish that we could see... You know, I wish that this show was a little bit later on so that we could get, you know, the quotes from Rick Bonus because I'm sure he's sitting there praising Connor Hellbuck for his game. I'm sure everybody uh, in the Jets locker room is going, you know, we're not in that game if it isn't for Helly. Um, and uh, and yeah, it just just absolutely fantastic, especially, you know, considering, uh, you know, I don't think that anyone in Jets Nation really had any um, 
any like concerns after the uh, the Detroit game, but it is very confidence inspiring to see, you know, but he bounces back the next game and has an absolutely phenomenal game, you know, earns back a couple points on the uh, goal saved above expected. Um, he was phenomenal tonight. Um, yeah, uh, just an absolutely fantastic game by him. Um, God bless Kevin Sawyer. Uh, anyone else who's in chat, I'd love to hear what your thoughts were on the game. Uh, I'm just going to take another sip of water just a moment here. That's some good water. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, you know, looking at the Jets going forward, like I said, um, we're, they're back in action tomorrow night, uh, against the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'll be here. I'll have a guest with me. Uh, I'll have Kishore on with me. You might've seen him in chat a couple times. If you have paid attention since the, uh, you know, jet centric podcast days, Kishore has been a mainstay there. I'm really excited to talk to him tomorrow night, uh, as the Jets do fly out to, uh, to Pittsburgh to, um, to face the Penguins. Uh, I would imagine Dave Reddick gets the smart, the start tomorrow. Um, and the Jets are really going to need to shape up. Um, again, there's a lot of games this, this, uh, this month. Um, you know, we're already 12 days into it. Um, excuse me. And a lot of those games are on the road. So, you know, that means limited practices for the Jets, which means, uh, it will, uh, it will be interesting to see how bonus kind of, um, is able to tighten things up for the Jets. Obviously, they'll still have their game day skates, but uh, those aren't the days where you're, you know, tightening up every little thing. Those are days where you're just getting the guys into the, you know, the, you know, game time swing. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see how the Jets respond tomorrow night. They're not going to have Connor Hellebuck in net. They're going to have Dave Riddick in net, which is, you know, as much as Dave Riddick has actually been surprisingly good this year uh obviously we're not going to talk about the game against the canucks which uh, again i actually don't even blame him for that game uh i thought the jets were not great defensively um but uh you know it'll be a much different game especially against a team like the uh like the 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 pittsburgh penguins who are looking to uh you know continue fighting for playoffs uh obviously you can never take a night off against Sidney crosby and Evgeny malkin um it will be uh, a very tough, uh, tough game for the Jets, especially coming off of a back-to-back. But again, no excuses. You got to do what you got to do. You got to win. Um, and the Jets are going to have a, a tough time tomorrow night if they play again uh, the same way that they did tonight. Uh, Adekan Man in the chat again. Uh, Central Division teams are winning tonight. Jets got to keep rolling. Absolutely. Um, it's been very interesting to see kind of how the Jets have responded to um uh, you know, having such a great start again, having so many injuries and yet coming out here and being able to play. Um, I, I think that, uh, I was watching Kenny and Rennie. Um, I was watching Kenny and Rennie who, by the way, go check them out. Obviously I'm sure, you know, who Kenny and Rennie is, if you're watching uh, a post game show here, they're usually on pretty much right after we finish. Um, but they were discussing how, uh, you know, Ehlers coming back into the lineup, Ehlers Perfetti, all these guys coming back to the lineup, um, kind of allowed the jets to get the, get a little bit, uh, infantis, not, uh, get a little bit excited at the prospect of being this 
offensive juggernaut, which has kind of caused the the defensive side of things to be kind of put by the wayside. And again, this is going to be mostly just uh, on Rick bonus to be able to get the guys back on track. And I, I honestly, I trust that he will. Um, I expect the, <laughs> when we see the quotes come out of tonight's game, I don't expect him to be uh, glaringly positive about the team. I think he's going to be saying something along the lines of, we have a lot of stuff to fix here. Uh, we've got a lot, we don't have a lot of time before tomorrow night's game. But, um, you know, we're going to have a talking. We're going to look at some video and make sure that the boys are ready to go uh, as soon as possible. Because, uh, you know, one of the best things about Rick Bonus, he tells it like it is. He, he doesn't mince words. He likes to uh, be honest uh, how he felt about the game. And uh, I think I, I speak for everyone in Jets Nation. Uh, that was not a fun game to watch for the Jets in the sense of, uh, you know, they weren't the dominant team that we would hope that they are. Um but yeah, like I said, uh, we'll be back uh, here tomorrow night again, back to back. I'll be here with uh, Kishore. M- make sure you uh, don't miss it. Um, you know, it was a good little, good little, little chat tonight. Um, but we'll be back. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back to back. Uh, one final comment from Adikan Man: Would like to see thirty-seven uh, on back end of back to backs for a change. I don't know if I agree with that. Um, I. This is a very you know. An interesting to consider because if you look at the at at the two teams that they played tonight, you know, uh, the Buffalo Sabres as well as the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, tomorrow, I would generally say that the Penguins are the better team of the two, right? Um, so it kind of in- enters, uh, you know, do you play your your better goalie against the uh, the in quotes weaker team uh, to start when all your players are uh, are are good to go and and less uh, you know fatigued uh to try and provide yourself a, a better opportunity to win on the first game or do you try to win both games well i mean obviously they're going to try to win both games but do you try to put yourself in the best position to win both games which would be to start david riddick when your team is less uh less tired in the first game uh and then have connor hellebuck come in and play the uh which is probably going to be a, a heavy you know heavy shot load tomorrow not that tonight wasn't um I'm very interested to see what you know other people think. I personally think that it is good to just get him in on the uh, on the first game, and I think that with Hellebuck too having the shitty game last game, I think it was kind of in his nature to be like you know to 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 get him back in and get that confidence going again right away. Not that I don't think that he was uh, you know lacking confidence last game, but it is good to see that you know he's already back on track to his you know, his Vesna candidate, uh, level. Um, but like I said, it'll be very interesting to see how the Jets respond tomorrow again on the second half of a back-to-back. Um, I've been Brady. I'm going to sign out now for game over Winnipeg. Thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to uh, leave a like on the stream. Um, you know, share it around if, if, uh, if you feel like it, if you want to do me the favor. Um, <laughs> but like I said, we'll be back, be back tomorrow. I'll have a guest on. So it'll be a little more interactive than it was tonight. Uh, but I hope you all have a wonderful evening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SDPN sports. Follow myself at NHL chunky. Obviously, follow Liss at L-Y-S-S-H-O-U-D-E, who does the other half of the games. Um, But like I said, have have a fantastic night, and we'll see you all tomorrow. Thank you all for tuning in. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.